we all know it's coming and it's not gonna be pretty. It's great to have storable food, but when that runs out, what are you gonna do? Your best defense against the coming apocalypse is to have seeds so you can grow your own food. So I've been looking for various different seeds for the last couple of years. And off the bat, almost all seed companies are the same, as long as they're non-GMO, heirloom, yada, yada. But it's the following years that really concern me. So I bought a whole bunch of seeds last year. And when you get seeds, there's, there's a lot of seeds in a pack, a whole lot. You're probably not gonna use them all if you have a small garden. So you wanna make sure they last again the following year. So the best company I found for these seeds is called Survival Essentials. And when you go on their webpage, it says your best defense against the coming apocalypse. So go to survival-essentials.com, save 10% with promo code DEFIANT and get ready because we're gonna need to eat. And I don't know about y'all, but I don't trust the food in the grocery store anymore. I don't trust it unless I can plant the seed with my own hands and watch it grow with my own eyes and know where it's coming from and feed it to my family. So survival-essentials.com, promo code DEFIANT, saves you 10%. It's time to resist. They can't arrest us all. And they can't keep all your kids home from school. They can't keep every government building closed. We don't have to accept the mandates, lockdowns, and harmful policies of the petty tyrants and feckless bureaucrats. We can simply say no, not again. The only way to stop these mandates is to refuse to comply, refuse to show vaccine passports, refuse to wear a mask, refuse to stay at home. We will not comply with Fauci. We will not comply with Joe Biden. And we will not comply with authoritarian governors. I am not going to comply. This ends now. in the army of my God. The Lord Jesus Christ is my commanding officer. The Holy Bible is my code of conduct. Faith, prayer, and the word are my weapons of warfare. I have been taught by the Holy Spirit, trained by experience, tried by adversity, and tested by fire. I am a volunteer in this army. I am enlisted for eternity. I will not get out, sell out, be talked out, or pushed out. I am a soldier. I am not a baby. I do not need to be pampered, petted, primed up, pumped up, picked up, or pepped up. Because I am a soldier. No one has to call me, remind me, write me, visit me, entice me, or lure me because I am a soldier. No one has to send me flowers, gifts, food, cards, candy, or give me handouts. I do not need to be cuddled, cradled, cared for, or catered to. I am committed. I am a soldier. I cannot be discouraged enough to turn me aside. 
I cannot lose enough to cause me to quit. I will win. I am more than a conqueror. I will always triumph. I can do all things through Christ which strengthen me. Devils cannot defeat me. People cannot disillusion me. Weather cannot weary me. Sickness cannot stop me. Battles cannot beat me. Money cannot buy me. Governments cannot silence me. And hell cannot handle me. I am a soldier. Even death cannot destroy me. For when my commander calls me from this battlefield, he will promote me to captain and then allow me to rule with him. I am a soldier in the army. I am marching. I am claiming victory. I will not give up. I will not turn around. I am a soldier. So you're the last person that I'm ever gonna ask Tell me what's real, tell me what's fake Why is everything about you a debate? What's the point of love? Every time I showed it, I was broken And it's forced me just to only wanna hate Why is it only one you but multiple religions? Why does every conversation end in a division? Why does everybody wanna tell us how to live But they won't listen to the same damn message that they give us? Tell me how to feel, tell me what's wrong I tried to call, pick up the phone I'm on my own Everybody said you coming back to man Why the hell's it taking so long? Why do I hurt? Why is there pain? Why does everything go? Always have to change Why does everybody try to profit off another man's work Then destroy it just for monetary gain Tell me all you black or all you white I don't even really care I just really want to know what's right They've been saying one thing But I've been looking in the book And it seems like they've been lying for my whole damn life Tell me where I'm going is it heaven or hell? I just hope this message greets you well. Had a dream that I was walking with the devil. Don't remember how it feels, but I swear that I remember the smell. Looked me right into my eye and told me everything I wanted could be mine if I gave up and decided to sell. But I said I'd rather die than get mine. Now I'm here. No fear, one man with a story to tell. Dear God, where were you when I needed it? When I fucked up and repeated it? When they set the bar and I exceeded it? My life is like a book that they've been judging by a cover, but I've never took the time to fucking read this shit. I remember telling you my goals and my dreams, but you didn't even answer, so I guess you didn't believe in it. I remember sitting with a gun to my head trying to ask you for some I don't want religion, I need that spirituality I don't want a church, I need people to call a family I don't want to tell my sins to another sinner Just because he's got a robe when he went to some academy I don't want to read it in the book, I want to hear it from you Don't want to learn it in my school because they hiding the truth Don't want to talk about it to another fucking human being And that's the only reason that I even step in this booth Dear God How do I take this darkness and turn it into light? 
How do I believe in the concept where I speak to a man I've never seen with my own two eyes? How do I know that religion wasn't made just to separate the world and create a whole disguise just to keep us in these chains while the rich get richer and the poor pray to you and perpetuate a lie? How do I know this ain't some big joke? How can I have faith when there is no hope? How the hell does one man have a hundred billion dollars and we still have people on the street that are broke? There's a lot of things I want to talk about and get off my chest. I can't sleep because the devil won't let me rest. I used to know a fucking pastor in a church and I can still hear the screams of the kids even fucking molest. Dear God! supposed to fear you, but you ain't said shit, so maybe it's you who actually fears me, I don't know the answer, I just wanna see it clearly, so many lies, a thousand different theories, all I wanna know is who really made religion, cause I know it wasn't you, but don't nobody believe me, no more lies, no more death, bring back king, bring back X, please dear God, let their soul rest, protect who's left and watch their steps, dear God, I don't wanna have to ask you again, I just hope that you know that I'm still a believer, so I'll end this all, by saying amen. Good morning, everyone. Happy Thanksgiving. How's everyone doing this morning? That's Dax, Tammy. He's one of my favorites. He's got a great, uh, great message. Progresses as he's come into his faith, as so many of us have. You know, we all have questions. Questions similar to the ones that Dax poses in that song. We'll have answers soon enough. So I hope everyone's getting ready for a a wonderful Thanksgiving. With friends and family. And God. But I want to talk to you all this morning about amnesty. I'm sure that you're going to hear a lot of people this morning, today, saying, forgive, forgive and forget. It's Thanksgiving. You know that family that wouldn't let you come to their dinner two years ago, but now you have to let them come to yours? No, you don't. You know, those friends that cut you out of their lives because you didn't think the same. And now they want back into your life. No, the door's closed. There is a difference between giving thanks and amnesty, forgiveness. I don't know about y'all, but I'm past the point of forgiveness. I give thanks to God. I am grateful that he woke us up and that he gave us the ability to see through those people that wanted to keep those chains tight around us. The ones that just spew negativity on you all the time. The ones that never seem to learn over and over and over and over again, no matter how many times they mess up and no matter how many times you talk to them 
give them tough love. At some point, you're just done. So I'm not going to counsel amnesty because that would make me a hypocrite. I'm not doing it. There are people, even some of my closest family, that I have very decisively cut out of my life, blocked them from my phone. Don't allow them in my house near my children. I don't care that we share the same blood. We don't share the same values. We don't share the same integrity. We don't share the love of God. I don't want those people around me. Remember what we learned at the beginning of the Bible. Guilt by association is a real thing. Why should we forgive them just because they ask? What have they done to change? Have they woken up? Have they come to God? If so, by all means, welcome them. But if not, no, the door is closed. I'm done. I don't know about y'all. I know about some of y'all. Done. I'm tired of people mistaking my kindness for weakness. I'm tired of people trying to treat me like a doormat because I'm so helpful, happy to help other people. I am happy to help other people. I love helping other people. But not if it's used and abused. I won't help those people anymore. The ones that take advantage. You know, yeah, it is exhausting dealing with them, J-Rod. Someone uh, very close to us told Heather yesterday that she was selfish. And she texted me and she said, do you think I'm selfish? Be honest. And I said, are you freaking kidding me? Who is telling you this? I'm going to come over there and beat their ass because they're the ones that's selfish. And I didn't know who it was. It didn't matter. Those people that tell you that you're selfish, you're unforgiving, You're just so mean. No, you're not. They're just so used to taking advantage of you being nice all the time. They don't understand that when you have God at your back, you are an immovable wall. Yes, Lindsay, projection. There's a lot of that. So I stand firm with God behind me, next to me, in front of me, all around me, and most of all, within me. And I ask myself, as I look at people, friends and family, when the day comes, 
Are they going to stand firm with their feet set as a stone? Or are they going to run away and scurry in fear, panic, and be consumed? If the latter is true, is it possible to bring them to the former? If not, why are you wasting your time? There's not enough of it left to waste. So that might not be the most sunshine and rainbows message for Thanksgiving, but it's what I got. As I watch my little dinosaurs run around outside the front window, the chickens, I call them little dinosaurs. They sound like dinosaurs. And they always help me understand what it's like to live for God. Do y'all understand that yet? Because these people that we're discussing, the takers, the narcissists, they don't. They have no concept of God as yet, except maybe another tool that they can use to push themselves forward, but they don't understand. God is not a tool. God just is. God is everything. The beginning and the end, the alpha and the omega. So. Our friend Brother Matt also has another urgent message from for us, um, the one we listened to yesterday. Which, oh, two things before we get into it. Two little housekeeping, in case y'all care. So yesterday I wasn't able to go along because uh, our son had his driving test. We got all the way down there. He got the days mixed up. It was supposed to be the day before. Now he's going to wait another week to take his driving test. Poor kid. It's okay, though. So... Provided the world is still, uh, quote unquote, normal in another week and a half, then I'll try again. And on the chickens, I was so upset the other day because little mama, our silky, disappeared. She's tiny. We thought she was gator bait. She's gone. Gone. Um, yeah, she came back yesterday morning. It was pouring rain. I went out to let the birds out, and there she was, soaked, looked like a something the cat dragged. Seriously, she looks ridiculous, all dirty. She was all more gray than white, but she came. She came back. She was happy. I was like, okay, well, awesome. You're back. Good on you. Last night she was gone again. It makes me think that she's probably gonna follow this pattern for a while, be gone for two or three days, whatever little place she's found to nest in and come back every couple days to eat something and get some fresh water and then leave again. And I'm pretty sure that in about a month or two, she's going to come back with a whole bunch of chicks following behind her. Pretty sure she's decided to brood somewhere else because she's decided she wants babies and I keep stealing her eggs, kicking her out of the coop. 
She's not happy with that. She wants babies. Life, death, and the kingdom. She's obviously clever enough to survive outside the enclosure at night with all the predators around here. More power to her. God's got her. I'm not going to worry about her. So... with that. Let's see what Brother Matt has to say. I have not listened to this. I just saw it this morning when I opened the show. Um, so we are going to experience this together. Why do I have a feeling this lines up with exactly what I just said? Maybe because it usually does. Here we go. Brother Matt, frame warning message. Well, hey, everybody, it's Brother Matt back with another message from the Lord. Uh, the message I'm going to read you guys today is from November 21st, 2023. Um, so just yesterday morning, um, which my wife transcribed as the Lord uh, gave it to us. Um, if you're new to this channel, I encourage you to check out the other videos that I've been posting. Um, I, essentially, as the Lord gives me things, I just uh, transcribe them and then and then read them to you guys the way that he gave them to me. Uh, I don't uh, typically add a lot of explanation or interpretation to that. That, you know, that part belongs to the Lord. So I just give what was given to me. Um, I'm grateful, as always, for all of you guys who've subscribed. For those of you that like and comment on these videos, I do encourage your comments and prayer requests and things like that, or even just reflections on what uh, is in today's message and, um, you know, hit the notification bell so you can get notified when I release additional videos. Um, but having said all of that, let's just go ahead and get into it. Uh, November 21st, 2023, um, began with a vision and, um, in the vision, I met a man in the churchyard that is kind of next door to where our house is. And uh, this man had gray hair and he wore thick black glasses. He was very thin. He was an older man, like in his 60s. And, um, you know, I thought of him sort of as a dandy. I I don't know if that will make sense. And, you know, I know we got a lot of people from a lot of different parts of the world, but kind of like a Southern dandy for those of you who are in the state. So, you know, thin, well-dressed kind of, kind of dressed in like a fancy way, um, you know, just sort of coming off with that sort of Southern gentleman kind of feeling. Um, he was dressed in a really unusual coat, uh, like a blazer, like a sport coat. And this is what stuck out about this man. The coat was many colored. Um, it had like a really strange design on it. Um, and it was so overwhelmingly colorful. It was like white, like a white background with all of these weird shapes, not quite geometric uh, shapes, but just strange shapes all over it in a, in a pattern and all these different colors, you know, blue and orange and green. And, you know, the kind of jacket that if you, if you saw somebody walking down the street in this, you couldn't help but look at them. So he's wearing this really fancy coat, this strange coat, um, all over, you know, 
that, that was the pattern of the coat. Anyway, so the man said to me that he was a church authority and that he was traveling around and he wanted me to bring him into the church. And um, I felt like he could not go into the church unless someone invited him in or brought him in. Um, he appeared to be friendly, um, kindly, but he made me very uncomfortable. And especially the thing about wanting me to bring him in or to invite him in. And, and because he said he was an authority. And so in my mind, I thought, you know, he wants to come and exert authority within this church. So then the Lord told me that he enters through cunning and craftiness and through deceit. And I realized, you know, this is another deceitful spirit and this another deceitful spirit coming against the church. Similar, I get, you know, not as graphic as the vision of the seven veiled figures that I recorded in another video, but this time coming as a kindly figure, uh, an elderly man. Then I realized um, that I, I recognized this man, someone from my past, um, from many, many years ago. Um, let me just say somebody that hurt me. Um, so that's who it seemed to be to me. So um, following that vision, then the message began. And this is what the Lord said. Um, what has been given, what your eyes have seen, you shall speak to them. It is a witness and a warning for those that will return, for those that might repent, do not hesitate, speak. I, the Lord, who brought you out of darkness and into the light, I will not abandon those who are mine. My words are true and trustworthy. My faithfulness abides to a thousand generations for those who trust in me. I will reveal and manifest myself to the one who loves me. Abide in me and let my word abide in you, that you might walk righteously with me. Though the day is dark, I am the lamp unto your feet. I am the light unto your path. I, the Lord, shall avenge myself on this wicked generation. No flesh shall stand. No flesh shall resist on the day that I come with my host. There will be great terror upon the earth. But you who remain shall not fear my coming. You who are mine shall not fear the light of my face. I have reserved a place for you. I have set you on a strong foundation. You will not be shaken. The one who makes the Lord his trust shall not be disappointed. Even when the seas rage, when the towers fall, when the heavens are rent in two, my chosen ones, my remnant, 
shall stand and say, Glory to the name of the Lord. All his works are righteous, for he has brought justice on the earth. Have no fear to speak these things. And that is, uh, that was all there was to the message yesterday. Um, anyway, so I wanted to share that with you guys. And um, again, you know, happy to hear your comments and uh, prayer requests and things like that. We will definitely pray for you. Uh, for us in the U.S., we're moving into Thanksgiving. So, um, you know, anticipate um that I won't be back on for a few days, but we'll see, you know, if the Lord gives me something to share, then I will certainly be back to share and uh, appreciate your prayers for me as always. Brothers and sisters, be blessed. May the Lord bless you, keep you, watch over you, encourage you, fill you with power and his Holy Spirit to do all of the things that he has arranged in advance for you to do, the good works that he has prepared ahead of you for, to, for you to do. So let's all walk in those things. Let's be faithful to him in obedience. And uh, one day we will see his face. So brothers and sisters, be blessed. See you again. Well, that was powerful. Thank you, Matt. Hmm. When the day comes, do not run. Do not panic. Set your feet as a stone, my child, for those who scurry shall surely be consumed. The same message over and over again. Yes, Lindsay, we will see the face of God. And most will flee in terror but his chosen ones, us. will be entranced by the glory, by the beauty, by the light. Personally, I can't wait. I almost thought it was last night. I was up late cooking. Actually, I was prepping and I ended up putting pumpkin pies in the oven at midnight, well, at 11, and then a fresh loaf of bread in the oven at midnight. You know, they each take like an hour to cook. So I went to bed at two in the morning. But about 1.15 or so, a rooster started crowing randomly. And I was like, oh no, we're not waking up the whole neighborhood the night before Thanksgiving. So I went out to the enclosure to find out what was going on because they only crow like that if something wakes them up. And uh, we have our little headlamps right next to the front door so that if we go out at night, when it's very dark out, we have a flashlight right there. But I didn't grab my headlamp. I just walked outside. It's about a half moon and it was very cloudy, very cloudy. And yet the light was so bright. I mean, I couldn't, it wasn't like daylight, but it was the brightest moonlight I've 
ever experienced, especially not on a full moon. The enclosure, the whole chicken area has a lot of trees around it. It's very shaded. So even when it's light out, the enclosure gets dark first as the sun's starting to go down. And the same during the day or at night, I mean, even when the moon's out, the enclosure's still pretty dark. And yet I walked out to the enclosure, walked through the yard, walked through the gates, walked over to the enclosure. And it was almost as bright as day. I could see exactly which rooster was crowing. And I went in and settled him down a little bit. You know, patted him, talked to him, told him to go back to sleep. It was okay. But it was so bright. And I kept looking around thinking, is today the day? Is this the light from God shining down on us? I mean, it's all light from God shining down on us, right? It was so bright, so beautiful. So, start with a prayer. Dear God, thank you for showing us our path, for giving us the strength and the energy the commitment, the integrity to follow that path and do those good works you've set before us to help us get to you. Thank you for waking us up, bringing us into the light, giving us the discernment to see what's real for breaking those chains that have bound us to this wicked generation for so long. Thank you, God, for our animals who constantly teach us what it is to live for you and you alone. We should strive to do that more. Thank you for our friends and family. Those that have been with us from the beginning of this journey and those that we've met along the way. We are all on this path to you together. Thank you for helping us to know that we are not crazy. We are not alone. We are never alone when we put you first in our lives, God. Most of all, on this day of giving thanks, thank you for life. I ask y'all, if today is the last day that your flesh is living on this earth, what would you do? 
if you knew that tomorrow the veil be parted. God will call his army home, his angels, his host, and return to spread his wrath upon the earth, to take his vengeance on this wicked generation. If you knew that tomorrow was that day, what would you do today? Would you do anything different? Today's a day to celebrate. Eat a good meal with friends and family. Enjoy each other's company. Look back on the past year. Be grateful for the things that God has done for us. But if you knew that today was the last time that you could do that, what would you do? Think about it. So, let's get started. Let's see. The Book of Joshua. Chapter 11, and it came to pass when Jabin, king of Hazar, had heard those things, that he sent to Joab, king of Medan, and to the king of Shimron, and to the king of Ashvath, and to the kings that were on the north of the mountains, and of the plains south of Chinneroth, and in the valley, and in the borders of Dar on the west, and to the Canaanites on the east and on the west, and to the Amorite, and the Hittite, and the Perizzite, and the Jebusite in the mountains, and to the Hivite, under Hermon in the land of Mithpah. And they went out, they and all their hosts with them, much people, even as the sand that is upon the seashore in multitude, with horses and chariots, very many. And when all these kings were met together, they came and pitched together at the waters of Merom to fight against Israel. And the Lord said unto Joshua, Be not afraid because of them, for tomorrow, about this time, will I deliver them up, all slain before Israel. Thou shalt hoe their horses and burn their chariots with fire. So Joshua came. And all the people of war with him against them by the waters of Merom suddenly, and they fell upon them. And the Lord delivered them into the hand of Israel, who smote them and chased them onto great Zidon and onto Misrepothmaim and onto the valley of Mizpah eastward. And they smote them until they left them none remaining. And Joshua did unto them as the Lord bade him. He hoed their horses and burnt their chariots with fire. And Joshua at that time turned back and took Hazar and smote the king thereof with the sword. For Hazar before time was the head of all these kingdoms. 
and they smote all the souls that were therein with the edge of the sword, utterly destroying them. There was not any left to breathe, and he burnt Hazar with fire. And all the cities of those kings and all the kings of them did Joshua take and smote them with the edge of the sword, and he utterly destroyed them, as Moses the servant of the Lord commanded. But as for the cities that stood still in their strength, Israel burned none of them, save Hazar only. That did Joshua burn. And all the spoils of these cities and the cattle the children of Israel took for a prey unto themselves. But every man they smote with the edge of the sword until they had destroyed them. Neither left they any to breathe. As the Lord commanded Moses his servant, so did Moses command Joshua. And so did Joshua. He left nothing undone of all that the Lord commanded Moses. So Joshua took all that land, the hills, and all the south country, and all the land of Goshen, and the valley, and the plain, and the mountain of Israel, and the valley of the same, even from the Mount Halak, that goeth up to Seir, even unto Baal God, in the valley of Lebanon under Mount Hermon. And all their kings he took and smote them and slew them. Joshua made war a long time with all those kings. There was not a city that made peace with the children of Israel, save the Hivites, the inhabitants of Gibeon. All others they took in battle. For it was of the Lord to harden their hearts that they should come against Israel in battle, that he might destroy them utterly, and that they might have no favor, but that he might destroy them as the Lord commanded Moses. And at that time came Joshua and cut off the Anakims from the mountains, from Hebron, from Debir, from Anab, and from all the mountains of Judah, and from all the mountains of Israel. Joshua destroyed them utterly with their cities. There was none of the Anakims left in the land of the children of Israel. Only in Gaza, in Gath, and in Ashdod there remained. So Joshua took the whole land according to all that the Lord said unto Moses. And Joshua gave it for an inheritance unto Israel, according to their divisions by their tribes. And the land rested from war. Chapter 12. Now these are the kings of the land which the children of Israel smote and possessed their land on the other side Jordan toward the rising of the sun, from the river Arnon unto Mount Hermon, and all the plain on the east, Shehan, king of the Amorites, who dwelt in Heshbon and ruled from Arar, which is upon the bank of the river Arnon, and from the middle of the river, and from half Gilead, even unto the river Jabbok, which is the border of the children of Ammon, and from the plain to the sea of Chinneroth on the east, and unto the sea of the plain, even the salt sea on the east, the way to Beth Jeshmoth, and from the south under Ashdoth Pisgah, and the coast of Og, king of Bashan, which was of the remnant of the giants that dwelt at Asheroth and Edrei, and reigned in Mount Hermon, and in Salka, and in all Bashan, onto the border of the Geshurites, and the Machthites, and half Gilead, and the border of Sihon, king of Heshbon. Them did Moses, the servant of the Lord, and the children of Israel smite. And Moses, the servant of the Lord, gave it for a possession unto the Reubenites and the Gadites and half the tribe of Manasseh. 
And these are the kings of the country which Joshua and the children of Israel smote on this side Jordan on the west, from Baal, God, in the valley of Lebanon, even unto Mount Halak, that goeth up to Seir, which Joshua gave unto the tribes of Israel for a possession according to their divisions. In the mountains and in the valleys and in the plains and in the springs and in the wilderness, and in the south country, the Hittites, the Amorites, and the Canaanites, the Perizzites, the Hivites, and the Jebusites, the king of Jericho, one, the king of Ai, which is beside Bethel, one, the king of Jerusalem, one, the king of Hebron, one, the king of Jarmuth, one, the king of Lachish, one, the king of Eglon, one, the king of Gezer, one, the king of Debir, one, the king of Geder, one, the king of Hormah, one, the king of Arad, one, the king of Libna, one, the king of Abdullam, one, the king of Makeda, one, the king of Bethel, one, the king of Tapua, one, the king of Hefer, one, the king of Aphek, one, the king of Lasharon, one, the king of Madden, one, the king of Hazor, one, the king of Shimron Meron, one, the king of Oxfath, one, the king of Tanakh, one, the king of Megiddo, one, the king of Kadesh, one, the king of Jokneam of Carmel, one, the king of Dor in the coast of Dor, one. The king of the nations of Gilgal, one. The king of Terza, one. All the kings, thirty and one. Chapter 13. Now Joshua was old and stricken in years, and the Lord said unto him, Thou art old and stricken in years, and there remaineth yet very much land to be possessed. This is the land that yet remaineth all the borders of the Philistines and all Geshuri from Sihor, which is before Egypt, even onto the borders of Ekron northward, which is counted to the Canaanite, five lords of the Philistines, the Gazthites, the Ashadathites, the Eshkelonites, the Gittites, and the Ekronites, also the Avites. From the south, all the land of the Canaanites, until Merah, that is besides, beside the Sidonians, Unto Aphek, to the borders of the Amorites, and the land of the Giblites, and all Lebanon toward the sunrising, from Baal God under Mount Hermon, unto the entering into Hamath. All the inhabitants of the hill country, from Lebanon unto Misphroth Maim, and all the Sidians, Sidonians, I will drive them out from before the children of Israel. Only divide thou it by lot unto the Israelites for an inheritance as I have commanded thee. Now therefore divide this land for an inheritance unto the nine tribes and the half tribe of Manasseh with whom the Reubenites and the Gadites have received their inheritance which Moses gave them beyond Jordan eastward. Even as Moses the servant of the Lord gave them from Aroer which is upon the bank of the river Arnon and the city that is in the middle of the river and all the plain of Medeba unto Dibon, and all the cities of Sihon, king of the Amorites, which reigned in Heshbon, unto the border of the children of Ammon, and Gilead, and the border of the Geshurites and the Malachites, and Mount Hermon, and all Bashan, into, unto Salca, 
all the kingdom of Og in Bashan, which reigned in Ashtaroth and in Edri, who remained of the remnant of the giants. For these did Moses smite and cast them out. Nevertheless, the children of Israel expect, expelled not the Geshurites, nor the Machathites, but the Geshurites and the Machathites dwell among the Israelites until this day. Unto only the tribe of Levi he gave none inheritance. The sacrifices of the Lord God of Israel made by fire are their inheritance, as he said unto them. And Moses gave unto the tribe of the children of Reuben inheritance according to their families. And their coast was from Aroer, which is on the bank of the river Arnon, and the city that is in the midst of the river, and all the plain by Medeba, Heshbon, and all her cities that are in the plain, Dibon, and Bemath Baal, and Beth Baal Maon, and Jahazah, and Kedemoth, and Mepoth, and Kirjatham, and Sibmah, and Zareth Salhar, in the mount of the valley, and Beth Peor, and Ashdoth Pisgah, and Beth Jismoth, and all the cities of the plain, and all the kingdoms, of Sihon, king of the Amorites, which reigned in Heshbon, whom Moses smote with the princes of Midian, Evi, and Rechem, and Zor, and Hur, and Reba, which were dukes of Sihon, dwelling in the country. Balaam, also the son of Beor, the soothsayer, did the children of Israel slay with the sword among them that were slain by them. And the border of the children of Reuben was Jordan, and the border thereof. This was the inheritance of the children of Reuben after their families, the cities and the villages thereof. And Moses gave inheritance unto the tribe of Gad, even unto the children of Gad according to their families. On their coast was Jazer, and all the cities of Gilead, and half the land of the children of Ammon, unto Aror that is before Rabbah, and from Heshbon unto Ramoth Mizpah, and Beotanim, and from Mahaniam unto the border of Debir. And in the valley, Betharam and Beth Nimrah and Sukkoth and Zephon and the rest of the kingdom of Sihon, king of Heshbon, Jordan and his border, even onto the edge of the sea of Chinnereth on the other side of Jordan eastward. This is the inheritance of the children of Gad after their families, the cities and their villages. And Moses gave inheritance unto the half tribe of Manasseh. And this was the possession of the half tribe of the children of Manasseh by their families. And their coast was from Manaheim, all Bashan, all the kingdom of Og, king of Bashan, and all the towns of Jair, which are in Bashan, threescore cities, and half Gilead, and Ashratoth, and Idre, cities of the kingdom of Og and Bashan, were pertaining unto the children of Machir, the son of Manasseh, even unto the one half of the children of Machir by their families. These are the countries which Moses did distribute for inheritance in the plains of Moab, on the other side, Jordan, by Jericho, eastward. But unto the tribe of Levi, Moses gave not any inheritance. The Lord God of Israel was their inheritance, as he said unto them. Chapter 14. And these are the countries which the children of Israel inherited in the land of Canaan, which Eleazar the priest and Joshua the son of Nun, and the heads of the fathers and the tribes of the children of Israel distributed for an inheritance to them. By lot was their inheritance as the Lord commanded by the hand of Moses, 
for the nine tribes and for the half tribe. For Moses had given the inheritance of two tribes and an half tribe on the other side, Jordan. But unto the Levites, he gave none inheritance among them. For the children of Joseph were two tribes, Manasseh and Ephraim. And therefore they gave no part unto the Levites in the land, save cities to dwell in with their suburbs for their cattle and for their substance. As the Lord commanded Moses, so the children of Israel did, and they divided the land. Then the children of Judah came on to Joshua and Gilgal, and Caleb, the son of Jephon, Nah, the Kenizzite, said unto him, Thou knowest the thing that the Lord said unto Moses, the man of God, concerning me and thee in Kadesh Barnea. Forty years old was I when Moses, the servant of the Lord, sent me from Kadesh Barnea to espy out the land, and I brought him word again, as it was in mine heart. Nevertheless, my brethren that went up with me made the heart of the people melt, but I wholly followed the Lord my God. And Moses swore on that day, saying, Surely the land whereon thy feet have trodden shall be thine inheritance and thy children's forever, because thou hast wholly followed the Lord my God. And now behold, the Lord hath kept me alive. And he said, These forty and five years, even since the Lord spoke this word unto Moses, when the children of Israel wandered in the wilderness, and now, lo, I am this day fourscore and five years old. And yet I am as strong this day as I was in the day that Moses sent me, as my strength was then, even so is my strength now, for war, both to go out and to come in. Now therefore give me this mountain, whereof the Lord spake in that day, for thou heardest in that day, how the Anakims were there, and that the cities were great and fenced. If so be the Lord will be with me, then I shall be able to drive them out, as the Lord said. And Joshua blessed him, and gave unto Caleb, the son of Jephunneh, Hebron, for an inheritance. Hebron, therefore, became the inheritance of Caleb, the son of Jephunneh, the Kenizzite, unto this day because that he wholly followed the Lord God of Israel. And the name of Hebron before was Karjath Arba, which Arba was a great man among the Anakims, and the land had rest from war. Mm. Okay. That is it for today. For that, there is another message in the series of messages from Easter to Pentecost from Brother Matt that I want to play for you. Of course, I closed it out accidentally. Because I know where it is. So, Before we go and start preparing our feast day, let's hear a message about another feast that the Lord has prepared. Well, hey, brothers and sisters, uh, I'm back with another message from the Lord. It is uh, September 15th, and we're coming up on sundown and the beginning of the Feast of Trumpets. Um, 
I, like many of you, uh, am looking forward with expectation to the day we're called up to see Jesus. And the last several days in my spirit, the Lord has just uh, continued to remind me of songs and um, and things from, from when I first uh, really got on fire for the Lord. And so it's been kind of neat the last couple of days, he's put several songs in my mouth and um, just reminded me of things from those early days. And it has been sweet. Um, I'm grateful to everybody who uh, has commented and um, given words of encouragement and, and is praying uh, for me as I'm trying to share uh, these messages. I, I appreciate that support tremendously and, and um, just feel the testimony of the body of believers together um, that we're, you know, we are the church, you know, wherever we are, however we come together, um, it doesn't matter what place, what nation we come from, we are the church, we are one in the Lord. And, and when the body of believers is united, um, there's there's tremendous power and a tremendous witness to um, the unsaved world uh, that Jesus did come, that he did die on the cross for our sins, that he was buried, that he was resurrected, that he did appear and that he is coming again. Um, so we're looking forward to that day. And uh, I want to share with you uh, some words. These are, uh, this message is also from May 1st, um, which was what the last message that I shared was from, but this was given uh, later in the day on May 1st. So this is what it says, May 1st. I've called you by my name for my purposes, for a time such as this. You have only to be faithful. Speak as I direct you. I have prepared palaces for you, my people, a great city, that you would be with me forever. You will see my city coming down from on high, the new Jerusalem. Behold, I am making all things new. The old is passing away that the new might come. Prepare the soil of the hearts of men till up the hard ground that it would be ready for the seed. This is not easy soil. Tares have corrupted the crop. I will speak. You will listen to me. I have set a day for the feast of the bridegroom. I am calling the guests for the feast to make ready. This is the call. This is the time. This is the day of salvation. The harvest is here. If the guests of the bridegroom will not come, then go to the highways, to the marketplace, and bring all who have ears to hear. I have laid a great feast before you. Come to my table, all my beloved. I have longed to eat and drink with you again. Come all who are hungry, all who thirst, come. There is a throne in heaven and one who sits upon it like the Son of Man. He is the Lamb who was slain. He is the only one worthy to open the scroll 
The seals will soon be open. The trumpets will soon resound. Heaven is waiting with anticipation for the great and mighty day of the Lamb. All is ready. The day approaches. You must declare it to my people. For those who have ears to hear, do not fear what they may think of you. Fear rather what I think of you. Soon you will see me. Write it. Speak it. Tell it. Tell the story of this mighty thing. Record. Distribute. Make known this word I have given to you. It is not for you alone. Do not withhold this word. I will prepare an audience for you. This is the work. I will guide you. Do not fear. Only obey. I see a mighty tower, a lighthouse stretching into heaven, and a light that shines in the darkness. The darkness cannot overcome this strong tower, this mighty fortress. That's the word the Lord gave me for May 1st. Um, I appreciate you liking and subscribing to these videos. That helps promote it, helps you also stay informed. And uh, please, by all means, share this with others. Be blessed, brothers and sisters. Thank you. Well, that was a great message. Because today on this day, our Thanksgiving day, when we gather with friends and family that maybe we haven't seen for a while, or if they're not able to come in person, Everybody calls their family on Thanksgiving, right? Friends that you haven't spoken to for a while. Today is the day to speak the word of the Lord to those friends and family. Maybe you were hesitant to speak to them before. But ask yourself this. Do you want them with you in the end? Do you want them to reside in New Jerusalem side by side with you? Is your fear of what they might think greater than your desire to save them? If that's the case, then you're doing a disservice to both yourself and to them. Do not be afraid. The Lord God will give you words to speak, to soften their hearts. You just have to open your mouth. Take that first step. Say that first word. Do you believe in God?
So, God, on this day, I ask, please, most humbly, please watch over and protect your chosen remnant. This little army of faithful that we've formed for you. Keep those evil spirits at bay, those who seek to do us harm. Watch over our friends and family, our loved ones. Because we know that even as the world burns around us, we will have peace and grace in our hearts with you at our side, God. So I hope everybody has a wonderful, blessed Thanksgiving. Enjoy your turkey, if you have turkey. But mostly enjoy your friends and your family. Enjoy your loved ones. Enjoy your day. Might be your last. Or it might be your first. So, we're not doing a live show tonight, um, but we will be popping on and rebroadcasting an old show. Um, haven't quite decided yet if we're going to play that show where Justin and Mick first met, where uh, they went over the Vegas shooting. That was a hell of a show. Or we might do the Corey Hughes one about JFK. I don't know. I think I'm leaning towards Justin now. So. So we will be back at 5.45 for the pre-show, 6 p.m. for the start of the show. Again, um, while the show itself will be live, we will probably not be on here as we will be, well, we'll be in and out. So we might be in the chats watching it ourselves. Um, yeah, I think I think so, Lindsay. I think we'll pick the Vegas show. So uh, if you want to pop in and get a little Justin and Mick action, we'll be here. So I hope you all have a wonderful, happy Thanksgiving. And uh, see you on the flip side. Thanks for listening. Good morning, everyone. Happy Friday. Black Friday. Hmm. You know, you're right, John. Black Friday is a stupid concept now, honestly. Today is the day that everyone's traveling. Everyone's out of their home fighting in Walmart over some stupid thing that they don't need anyway. 
but we're going to shine light on the black today. I don't like Black Friday. You know, as a business owner, I put up a sale, blah, blah. I don't care. I don't bombard people with emails leading up to it. I don't, uh, I think I sent out one email last night saying, hey, running a sale, 30% off, promo code thanks. Personally, I never look at all the emails I get from all the different stores anyway. So why bother? But I hope everybody had a wonderful day yesterday with friends and family. Lots of food. I know we have so much food right now that it's not even funny. We are most definitely prepared for the apocalypse, though, because uh, I think I could eat without cooking for like the next two weeks right now. So that's not a bad thing. I almost didn't make it, by the way, this morning. Or I almost started it late because 30 minutes ago I was laying in bed snuggling with the Annie. Didn't want to get up raining. You know that nice soft patter of rain on your window when you don't have anywhere to go in the morning? You're like, oh, I'm just going to stay in bed for a bit longer. I think I told Alexa, wake me up in 20 minutes like three times. It's okay though. Soon, soon enough, there will be no alarm clocks. Won't that be nice? We'll get up when the sun comes up or when the roosters wake us up or when your internal body clock says, hey, get your ass up. It's time to get moving. And then what will you do without a watch, without a phone, without a calendar, without a personal virtual assistant to tell you where to be at every moment of every day? Maybe you'll actually get to do stuff that you want. Maybe the things that you want to do will change. Your priorities will change. All the bullshit will fall away. That's going to be a great day. Waiting on the day. Anyway. Since I'm still like half asleep and I'm only uh, two sips into my cup of coffee, obviously I'm still in my pajamas here, wearing my robe. It's comfy. We're going to let Matt start us off with a message. So, pretty sure this is the next one. Hmm. Hold on. Let me see if this is the next one. Because yesterday, we were talking about feasts, remember? Why are you doing this? Stop. Okay. Oh. Hmm. I think yesterday we listened to, I have laid a great feast for you. Uh, maybe not. Nope. Nope. Actually. I mean, it's this one. Oh, yeah. 
Definitely not. Okay. Because the one we listened to yesterday was from May. So this is the next one. Here, y'all. A word from Brother Matt to start us off. If my stupid mouse won't work. Whatever. Well, hey, brothers and sisters. Uh, I'm back with another message from the Lord. It is uh, September 15th, and we're coming up on sundown and the beginning of the Feast of Trumpets. Um, I, like many of you, uh, am looking forward with expectation to the day we're called up to see Jesus. And the last several days in my spirit, the Lord has just uh, continued to remind me of songs and um, and things from, from when I first uh, really got on fire for the Lord. And so it's been kind of neat the last couple of days, he's put several songs in my mouth and um, just reminded me of things from those early days. And it has been sweet. Um, I'm grateful to everybody who uh, has commented and um, given words of encouragement and, and is praying uh, for me as I'm trying to share uh, these messages. I, I appreciate that support tremendously and and um, just feel the testimony of the body of believers together um, that we're, you know, we are the church, you know, wherever we are, however we come together, um, it doesn't matter what place, what nation we come from, we are the church, we are one in the Lord. And when the body of believers is united, um, there's, there's tremendous power and a tremendous witness to um, the unsaved world uh, that Jesus did come, that he did die on the cross for our sins, that he was buried, that he was resurrected, that he did appear and that he is coming again. Um, so we're looking forward to that day. And uh, I want to share with you uh, some words. These are, uh, this message is also from May 1st, um, which was what the last message that I shared was from, but this was given uh, later in the day on May 1st. So this is what it says, May 1st. I've called you by my name for my purposes, for a time such as this. You have only to be faithful. Speak as I direct you. I have prepared palaces for you, my people, a great city, that you would be with me forever. You will see my city coming down from on high, the new Jerusalem. Behold, I am making all things new. The old is passing away that the new might come. Prepare the soil of the hearts of men. Till up the hard ground that it would be ready for the seed. This is not easy soil. Tares have corrupted the crop. I will speak you will listen to me. I have set a day for the feast of the bridegroom. I am calling the guests for the feast to make ready. This is the call. This is the time. This is the day of salvation. The harvest is here. If the guests of the bridegroom will not come, then go to the highways, to the marketplace, 
and bring all who have ears to hear. I have laid a great feast before you. Come to my table, all my beloved. I have longed to eat and drink with you again. Come all who are hungry, all who thirst. Come. There is a throne in heaven and one who sits upon it like the Son of Man. He is the Lamb who was slain. He is the only one worthy to open the scroll. The seals will soon be opened. The trumpets will soon resound. Heaven is waiting with anticipation for the great and mighty day of the Lamb. All is ready. The day approaches. You must declare it to my people. For those who have ears to hear, do not fear what they may think of you. Fear rather what I think of you. Soon you will see me. Write it. Speak it. Tell it. Tell the story of this mighty thing. Record. Distribute. Make known this word I have given to you. It is not for you alone. Do not withhold this word. I will prepare an audience for you. This is the work. I will guide you. Do not fear. Only obey. I see a mighty tower, a lighthouse stretching into heaven, and a light that shines in the darkness. The darkness cannot overcome this strong tower, this mighty fortress. That's the word the Lord gave me for May 1st. Um, I appreciate you liking and subscribing to these videos. That helps promote it, helps you also stay informed. And uh, please, by all means, share this with others. Be blessed, brothers and sisters. Thank you. I think we may have listened to that one yesterday. So we're going to do another one. Plus, we're only 20 minutes in and I'm still working on my coffee. Uh, hey, brothers and sisters, I'm back with uh, another message from the Lord. Uh, this message was given on May 3rd, 2023. Um, <coughs> I remember when this message was given the day before May 2nd, there was no message. And uh, it was the first time over the, the course of messages that the Lord gave me between Easter and Pentecost that we, we had one night where there was nothing. And, um, and I remember thinking that maybe that was it, that maybe there wasn't going to be any more and, um, and feeling a little grieved by that. Um, as the Lord came and, and spoke to us over that period of time, there were nights where we were so just exhausted and worn down and there was just a lot of spiritual warfare uh, coming at us. And, um, and so that, that silent night, May 2nd, um, I felt really grieved in my spirit and felt, felt like maybe I'd done something wrong, you know, or, um, maybe I had disrupted what, what the Lord was doing, but then, um, but then May 3rd came and, uh, and the Lord did speak. So I'm going to share uh, what he gave me that night. And I pray it would be an encouragement to you now, even though it was given then, 
it is the word the Lord gave, and um, and I believe it it speaks to us even now today. So May third, twenty twenty three. This is what it says: To my chosen servants, say, I am the Lord who bought you with a price, who brought you out of darkness and into my light. I chose you from before the foundations were laid. I chose you for a time such as this. Behold, it is the final hour. Make ready the way of the Lord. I will put my word into your mouth. Only speak as I lead you. I have declared a harvest of the earth. I will gather my wheat into the storehouse. You will sing and rejoice, and you will say, Praise the Lord for his mighty works. Be faithful, O my servants, and do not hesitate. Speak to all that I bring to you. As I commanded you before, so shall I command you again, that you would make disciples in my name, that you would baptize them in the name of the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit, that you would teach them to obey my commandments. All authority in heaven and on earth has been given to me, and I will be with you as you go. Gird up your loins, cinch up your belt, take up your sword, prepare your shield, put on the helmet, tighten your breastplate, walk in the way of peace. You are my army, my co-laborers, stewards of my mysteries. Prepare the way for my coming, for I am coming soon, says the Lord, your salvation. Mm. All right, that's the word that the Lord gave me on May 3rd, 2023. Still matters today, still relevant to us today. Brothers and sisters, be encouraged. Be about the Lord's business until he comes, until the day he comes. Let's be about his business and about his work. So I appreciate you watching this video. Please do like and subscribe and comment and do all of that stuff that helps get the message out to others. Please share this with others. And uh, I appreciate you. I'm praying for you. Please keep praying for me. Thank you, brothers and sisters. Mm, okay. Thank you, Matt. Now I'm awake. Sort of. So last night, if y'all missed it, we did a, uh, we replayed the marathon episode where Justin and Mick did the deep dive into the Route 91 shooting in Vegas. It's like a five-hour show, four and a half hours, I think they talked. And I know a lot of people cried through that. I know we did. It's hard. But something Matt said in that message about how the Lord didn't speak to him on May 2nd, and he thought he'd done something wrong. 
He didn't, obviously. And I know a lot of people that are the vessels that receive messages from the angels. I've gone through the same thing. There comes a time in their 40 days, which they each have 40 days when at the beginning, when they hear nothing but a constant chatter, constantly being talked at. Can you imagine how annoying that is? Someone in your head talking at you for 40 days. And then all of a sudden it's gone. After the point that you've gotten used to it and you start to depend on it. And then it's gone. Even for a day, it's gone. And there's a lesson there. And I didn't understand it until right now. Because I've always counseled the vessels that when your angel is silent, he is giving you a break. Because it can be very overwhelming. And sometimes you just need to take a deep breath and listen. But I pose this question to you. It's not just a break, but also a lesson. It brings to mind the story of the Greek priest monks that after they took the jab, there were two of three monks, two took the jab and the third refused. And the two that took the jab talked to their friend that refused and they described how after they received their injection, they couldn't hear God anymore. They couldn't feel God. They couldn't enter a church. They couldn't open the good book and read the Bible. They were physically incapable of it. And these were men that were so devoted to their in their faith, so devoted to God, were used to Him talking and listening every single day, and then it was gone. And for them, it was gone for 40 days. They did not get a second inoculation because they were so distraught when they couldn't hear God for 40 days. that they had been disconnected from their savior. Like they had done something wrong. Because they had. It's all right, Liana, we're just getting going anyway. What if the silence of the angels is a lesson? You know, there's always lessons within lessons. What if it's a lesson to help the angels understand what regular people are going through? What if you're not a priest monk, as so few are? And God was always a part of you, but you didn't know it. You always felt like someone was watching over you. Encouraging you when you were doing something right. Discouraging you when you were going to do something wrong. 
you know, we call them our, our good angel and our bad angel, right? It's not, it's God. Directing you on your path. But when you've disconnected, there is no more direction. Imagine how all of those people feel lost, disconnected, in the quiet, and they don't even know what they're missing, just that something is gone. That sense of peace in their hearts, that feeling of God watching over them all the time is gone. How would you deal with that? If all of a sudden the most important part of your soul was cut off and you didn't even understand what it was or why, how would you react? And as more and more you get used to it, like a wound that heals over but never really heals inside, just the skin knits together on the top, but the wound is still open inside. How would you react? How would you feel? Would you start caring less? Acting out more? Being more aggressive? Is that exactly, exactly Lindsay? Maybe that's why they are so angry and volatile. That's what I'm getting to. Understand people. Just keep that in the back of your head. Maybe these people are so angry because they've been disconnected from God and they don't even understand what's happened to them. They just know that something is missing. Have compassion for them. Their souls have been corrupted. It's up to us to bring them back if we can. So, let's start today with a prayer. Dear God, Please give us the strength and energy to do what we need to do to prepare the path for your return. Please watch over your chosen soldiers, your captains. Keep them safe and healthy, close to your heart as we keep you close to ours. Please watch over our good friend, Classical Chick, who is recovering from a pestilence. Please help her heal so that she can continue to do the good work that you've put for her. Please watch over all your people 
not abandon us. That we will never abandon you. Thank you for my animals who constantly remind us what true love really is. Unconditional. And for my friends and family and for everybody that listens to us every day, you are our friends and family. So grateful that you've come into our lives. But most of all, God, thank you for life every day. Thank you for this beautiful life you've given us. We'll do our best to make it worthy of you. And yes, thank you, Brian. God, please keep our good friend, Liana, safe and secure in your love. Keep those evil spirits away from her. Turn her hardship into gain. We know you can. Something good can come of everything bad. You just have to trust God to turn it around and show you the way. Hopefully, God can do that for all of us. Turn our hardships into gain. So, let's get started. There am I. Not here. Where did my bookmark go? There it is. All right. We are in the book of Joshua, chapter 15. And before I get started, Liana, are you doing a show today? Because if not, I might go long. Because why not? So let me know, because if you're doing a show today, I'll make sure to get out of here so that you can start. If not, I might just read for a while. Since everyone's off anyway, let me know. All right. In the book of Joshua, chapter 15. This then was the lot of the tribe of the children of Judah by their families. Even to the border of Edom, the wilderness of Zin southward was the uttermost part of the south coast. And their south border was from the shore of the salt sea, from the bay that looketh southward. And it went out to the south side of Malah, Akrabim, and passed along to Zin, and ascended up on the south side onto Kadesh Barnea, and passed along to Hezron, and went up to Adar, and fetched a compass to Karka. From thence it passed toward Azman, and went out onto the river of Egypt. And the goings out of that coast were at the sea. This shall be your south coast. 
And the east border was the Salt Sea, even onto the end of Jordan. And their border in the north quarter was from the Bay of the Sea at the uttermost part of Jordan. And the border went up to Beth Hagla, and passed along by the north by Beth Arabah. And the border went up to the stone of Bohan, the son of Reuben. And the border went up toward Debir from the valley of Acre. And so northward, looking toward Gilgal, that is before the going up to Adamamim, which is on the south side of the river. And the border passed toward the water of En-Shemash. And the goings out thereof were at En-Rogel. And the border went up by the valley of the son of Hinnom onto the south side of the Jebusite, the same as Jerusalem. And the border went up to the top of the mountain that lieth before the valley of Hinnom westward, which is at the end of the valley of the giants northward. And the border was drawn from the top of the hill onto the fountains of the water of Nephtoah and went out to the cities of Mount Ephron. And the border was drawn to Bala, which is kerjath Cherim, and the border compassed from Bala westward onto Mount Sire, and passed along onto the side of Mount Jerim, which is Chesalon, on the north side, and went down to Beth Sheshma, Shemesh, sorry, and passed on to Timnah, and the border went out onto the side of Ekron northward, and the border was drawn to Shekron, and passed along to Mount Bala, and went out onto Jabneel, and the goings out of the border were at the sea. And the west border was to the great sea, and the coast thereof. This is the coast of the children of Judah, round about according to their families. And on to Caleb, the son of Jephna, he gave a part among the children of Judah, according to the commandment of the Lord to Joshua, even the city of Arba, the father of Anak, which, which city is Hebron. And Caleb drove thence the three sons of Anak, Sheshai and Aiman and Talmai, the children of Anak. And he went up thence to the inhabitants of Debir. The name of Debir before was Kerjath Sefer. And Caleb said, He that smiteth Kerjath Sefer and taketh it, to him will I give Aksa, my daughter, to wife. And Othniel, the son of Kenaz, the brother of Caleb, took it. And he gave him Aksa, his daughter, to wife. And it came to pass, as she came unto him, that she moved him to ask of her father a field. And she lighted off her ass, and Caleb said unto her, What wouldest thou? Who answered, Give me a blessing, for thou hast given me a south land. Give me also springs of water. And he gave her the upper springs and the nether springs. This is the inheritance of the tribe of the children of Judah, according to their families. And the uttermost cities of the tribe of the children of Judah, toward the coast of Edom southward, were Kabzeel, and Eder, and Jagur, and Kina, and Dimona, and Adada, and Kadesh, and Hazor, and Ithnan, Ziph, and Telem, and Beeloth, and Hazor, Hadata and Kerioth, and Hezron, which is Hazor, Amam, and Shema, Moladah, and Hazargada, and Heshmon, and beth and Hazar-Shual, and Beersheba, and Bizjothacha, Bala, and Ayam, and Azim, 
and Etolad, and Chesiel, and Horma, and Ziklag, and Madmana, and Sansana, and Lebeoth, and Shilem, and Ain, and Rimon. All the cities are twenty and nine with their villages. And in the valley, Ishtoel, and Zorea, and Ashna, and Zenoa, and Anganim, Tabua, and Inam, Jarmuth, and Adulam, Soko, and Azekah, and Sharaim, and Adithayim, and Gedorah, and Gedorothayim, 14 cities with their villages. Zenan, and Hadasha, and Migdalgad, and Dilian, and Mezpah, and Jokthiel, and Jashish, and Boskath, and Eglon, and Kaban, and Laman, and Kithlish, and Gedaroth, Beth Gedan, and Nama, and Mekedah, 16 cities with their villages, Libna, and Ether, and Ashan, and Jipta, and Ashna, and Nezib, and Kaila, and Aksib, and Marsha, nine cities with their villages, Ekron with her towns and villages, from Ekron even onto the sea, all that lay near Ashdod with their villages, Ashdod with her towns and her villages, Gaza with her towns and her villages onto the river of Egypt and the great sea and the border thereof. And in the mountains, Shamir and Jatir and Sukkah and Dana and Kirjath Sana, which is Debir and Anab and Eshtomah and Anim and Goshen and Holon and Gila, 11 cities with their villages, Alrab and Duma and Eshian and Junam, Beth Tapua, Afika and Homta, and Kirjath Arba, which is Hebron, and Zior, nine cities with their villages, Mayan, Carmel, Zip, Juta, and Jezreel, and Jokdam, and Zanoa, Cain, Giba, and Timnah, ten cities with their villages, Halhul, Bethzor, and Gedor, and Marath, and Bethanoth, and Altakon, six cities with their villages. Kerjath Baal, which is Kerjath Jerim, and Rabbah, two cities with their villages. In the wilderness, Betharabah, Midin, and Sekah, and Nibshan, the city of salt, and Engedi, six cities with their villages. As for the Jebusites, the inheritance of Jerusalem, the inhabitants of Jerusalem. The children of Judah could not drive them out, but the Jebusites dwell with the children of Judah at Jerusalem unto this day. Chapter 16. And the lot of the children of Joseph fell from Jordan by Jericho onto the water of Jericho on the east to the wilderness that goeth up from Jericho throughout Mount Bethel and goeth out from Bethel to Luz, and passeth along onto the borders of Arki to Ataroth, and goeth down westward to the coast of Japhleti, onto the coast of Beth-Horon, the Nether, and to Gezir, and the goings out thereof are at the sea. So the children of Joseph, Manasseh, and Ephraim took their inheritance. And the border of the children of Ephraim, according to their families, was thus, even the border of their inheritance on the east side was Ataroth Adar, 
unto Beth Horon the upper, and the border went out towards the sea to Michmithoth on the north side, and the border went about eastward unto Tanath Shiloh, and passed by it on the east to Genoha, and it went down from Genoha to Ataroth and to Narath, and came to Jericho, and went out at Jordan. The border went out from Tapua westward onto the river Kana, and the goings out thereof were at the sea. This is the inheritance of the tribe of the children of Ephraim by their families. And the separate cities for the children of Ephraim were among the inheritance of the children of Manasseh, all the cities with their villages. And they drave not out the Canaanites that dwelt in Gezer, but the Canaanites dwell among the Ephraimites unto this day and serve under tribute. <coughs> Chapter 17. This was also a lot for the tribe of Manasseh, for he was the firstborn of Joseph, to wit, for Machir was the firstborn of Manasseh, the father of Gilead, because he was a man of war. Therefore he had Gilead and Bashan. There was also a lot for the rest of the children of Manasseh by their families, for the children of Abzir, and for the children of Helek, and for the children of Azrael, and for the children of Shechem, and for the children of Hefer, for the children of Shemidah. These were the male children of Manasseh, the sons of Joseph, by their families. But Zelophehad, the son of Hefer, the son of Gilead, the son of Machir, the son of Manasseh, had no sons but daughters. And these are the names of his daughters, Mala and Noah, Hagla, Milcah, and Terzah. And they came near before Eleazar the priest, and before Joshua the son of Nun, and before the princes, saying, The Lord commanded Moses to give us an inheritance according our brethren, among our brethren. Therefore, according to the commandment of the Lord, he gave them an inheritance among the brethren of their father. And there fell ten portions to Manasseh, beside the land of Gilead and Bashan, which were on the other side Jordan because the daughters of Manasseh had an inheritance among his sons, and the rest of Manasseh's sons had the land of Gilead. And the coast of Manasseh was from Asher to Michmethah, that lieth before Shechem, and the border went along on the right hand onto the inhabitants of Entufah. Now Manasseh had the land of Tapua, but Tapua on the border of Manasseh belonged to the children of Ephraim, and the coast descended onto the river Cana. Southward of the river, these cities of Ephraim were among the cities of Manasseh. The coast of Manasseh was also on the north side of the river, and the outgoings of it were at the sea. Southward it was Ephraim's, and northward it was Manasseh's, and the sea is his border. And they meet together in Asher on the north, and in Issachar on the east. And Manasseh had in Issachar, and in Asher Bethshean, and her towns, and Ibliam and her towns, and the inhabitants of Dor and her towns, and the inhabitants of Endor and her towns, and the inhabitants of Tanakh and her towns, and the inhabitants of Megiddo and her towns, even three countries. Yet the children of Manasseh could not drive out the inhabitants of those cities. But the Canaanites would dwell in that land. Yet it came to pass, when the children of Israel were waxen strong, that they put the Canaanites to tribute 
but did not utterly drive them out. And the children of Joseph spake unto Joshua, saying, Why hast thou given me but one lot and one portion to inherit, seeing I am a great people, for as much as the Lord hath blessed me hitherto? And Joshua answered them, If thou be a great people, then get thee up to the wood country and cut down for thyself there in the land of the Perizzites and of the giants, if Mount Ephraim be too narrow for thee. And the children of Joseph said, The hill is not enough for us. And all the Canaanites that dwelt in the land of the valley have chariots of iron, both they who are of Beth Sheen and her towns, and they who are of the valley Jezreel. And Joshua spake unto the house of Joseph, even to Ephraim and to Manasseh, saying, Thou art a great people, and hast great power. Thou shalt not have one lot only, but the mountain shall be thine, for it is a wood, and thou shalt cut it down, and the outgoings of it shall be thine, for thou shalt drive out the Canaanites, though they have iron chariots, and though they be strong. Chapter 18 And the whole congregation of the children of Israel assembled together at Shiloh, and set up the tabernacle of the congregation there. And the land was subdued before them. And there remained among the children of Israel seven tribes, which had not yet received their inheritance. And Joshua said unto the children of Israel, How long are ye slack to go to possess the land, which the Lord God of your fathers hath given you? Give out from among you three men for each tribe, and I will send them, and they shall rise and go through the land, and describe it according to the inheritance of them, and they shall come again to me. And they shall divide it into seven parts. Judah shall abide in their coast on the south, and the house of Joseph shall abide in their coast on the north. You shall therefore describe the land into seven parts and bring the description hither to me that I may cast lots for you here before the Lord our God. But the Levites have no part among you, for the priesthood of the Lord is their inheritance. And God, Gad, and Reuben, and half the tribe of Manasseh have received their inheritance beyond Jordan on the east, which Moses the servant of the Lord gave them. And the men arose and went away, and Joshua charged them, that went to describe the land, saying, Go and walk through the land and describe it, and come again to me, that I may here cast lots for you before the Lord in Shiloh. And the men went and passed through the land and described it by cities into seven parts in a book, and came again to Joshua to the host at Shiloh. And Joshua cast lots for them in Shiloh before the Lord. And there Joshua divided the land unto the children of Israel according to their divisions. And the lot of the tribe of children of Benjamin came up according to their families. And the coast of their lot came forth between the children of Judah and the children of Joseph. And their border on the north side was from Jordan. And the border went up to the side of Jericho on the north side and went up through the mountains westward. And the goings out thereof were at the wilderness of beth Aven. And the border went over from thence toward Luz to the side of Luz, which is Bethel southward. And the border descended to Atarath Adar, near the hill that lieth on the south side of Nether Bethoron. And the border was drawn thence, and compassed the corner of the sea southward, from the hill that lieth before Bethoron southward. And the goings out thereof were cast at Kirjath Baal, which is Kirjath Jerim, a city of the children of Judah. This was the west quarter. And the south quarter was from the end of Kirjath Jerim, and the border went out on the west, and went out to the well of waters of Nephtoah. 
And the border came down to the end of the mountain that lieth before the valley of the son of Hinnom, which is in the valley of the giants on the north, and descended to the valley of Hinnom, to the side of Jebusai on the south, and descended to Enrogel, and was drawn from the north, and went forth to Enshemash, and went forth to Goliath, which is over against the going up of Adumamim, and descended to the stone of Bohan, the son of Reuben, and passed along toward the side over against Arab northward, and went down onto Araba. And the border passed along to the side of Beth Hogla northward, and the outgoings of the border were at the north bay of the Salt Sea, at the south end of Jordan. This was the south coast, and Jordan was the border of it on the east side. This was the inheritance of the children of Benjamin by the coast thereof round about, according to their families. Now the cities of the tribe of the children of Benjamin, according to their families, were Jericho and Beth Hagla and the valley of Kiziz and Beth Araba and Zemariam and Bethel and Avim and Para and Oprah and Shephar Hamani and Ophni and Gaba, twelve cities with their villages. Gibeon and Ramah and Beroth and Mizpah and Shepharah and Mozah and Rechem and Arpil and Taralah and Zilah, Eliph and Jebusai, which is Jerusalem, Gilbeth and Kirjath, 14 cities with their villages. This is the inheritance of the children of Benjamin, according to their families. What do y'all think? Should I keep going for a bit longer here? Why not? Chapter 19. Let's see how much longer we have in this. Ooh, you know what? We're going to finish the book of Joshua today. Why not? Chapter 19. And the second lot came forth to Simeon, even for the tribe of the children of Simeon, according to their families. And their inheritance was within the inheritance of the children of Judah. And they had in their inheritance Beersheba, or Sheba, and Molada, and Hazor Shoal, and Bala, and Azim, and Etoladad, and Bethuel, and Hormah, and Ziklag, and Beth Markaboth, and Hazar Susa, and Beth Leaboth, and Sharwan, thirteen cities and their villages, Ain, Ramon, and Ether, and Ashan, four cities and their villages, and all the villages that were round about these cities to Bethel Beer, Ramoth of the South. This is the inheritance of the tribe of the children of Simeon according to their families. Out of the portion of the children of Judah was the inheritance of the children of Simeon, for the part of the children of Judah was too much for them. Therefore the children of Simeon had their inheritance within the inheritance of them. And the third light came up for the children of Zebulon, according to their families. And the border of their inheritance was unto Sarid. And their border went up toward the sea, and Maralah, and reached to Dabasheth, and reached to the river that is before Jachnim, 
and turned away from Sarid eastward toward the sun rising onto the border of Chesloth Tabor, and then goeth out unto Dabarath, and goeth up to Japhia, and from thence passeth on along the east to Gitahefer, to Izak Hazin, and goeth out to Reman Mathewar to Nea, and the border compasseth it on the north side to Hanathon, and the outgoings thereof are in the valley of Jephthah El. And Katath, and Nahalal, and Shimron, and Idlah, and Bethlehem, twelve cities with their villages. This is the inheritance of the children of Zebulon according to their families, these cities with their villages. And the fourth lot came out to Issachar, for the children of Issachar according to their families. And their border was toward Jezreel, and Chesulath, and Shunem, and Haphraim, and Shion and Anaharath, and Rebeth, and Kishion, and Abez, and Remeth, and En-Ganinim, and En-Hadah, and Beth-Pazez, and the coast reacheth to Tabor, and Jehazimah, and Beth-Shemesh, and the outgoings of their border were at Jordan, sixteen cities with their villages. This is the inheritance of the tribe of the children of Issachar, according to their families, the cities, and their villages. And the fifth lot came out for the tribe of the children of Asher, according to their families. And their border was Helkath and Hali and Beten and Oxaphah and Alamelech and Armad and Mishael and reacheth to Carmel westward and to Sehor Libna and turneth toward the sun rising to Beth Dagon and reacheth to Zebulon to the valley of Jephthah El toward the north side of Beth-Emek and Nael, and goeth out to Kabul on the left hand, and Hebron, and Rehob, and Haman, and Cana, even unto great Zidon. And then the coast turneth to Ramah, and to the strong city Tyre, and the coast turneth to Hosa, and the outgoings thereof are at the sea from the coast to Akzib, Uma also, and Ephek, and Rehob, Twenty and two cities with their villages. This is the inheritance of the tribe of the children of Asher, according to their families, these cities with their villages. The sixth lot came out to the children of Naphtali, even for the children of Naphtali, according to their families. And their coast was from Heleph, from Alan to Zaninim, and Adami, Nekeb, and Jabniel, unto Lechem, and the outgoings thereof were at Jordan. And then the coast turneth westward to Asnath Tabor, and goeth out from thence to Hukok, and reacheth to Zebulon on the south side, and reacheth to Asher on the west side, and to Judah upon Jordan toward the sun rising. And the fenced cities are Zidim, Zer, and Hamath, Rakath, and Chinnereth, and Adama, and Ramah, and Hazor, and Kadesh, and Idri, and Enhazor, and Iron, and Migdal El. Horem, and Beth Anath, and Beth Shemeh, nineteen cities with their villages. This is the inheritance of the tribe of the children of Naphtali, according to their families, the cities, and their villages. And the seventh lot came out for the tribe of the children of Dan, according to their families. And the coast of their inheritance was Zorah, and Eshtael, and Ershemash, and Shalabbin, 
and Ajalan and Jetla and Elon and Timotha and Ekron and Altica and Gibbethon and Balath and Jehud and Ben Barak and Gathrimon and Major Khan and Rakon with the border before Jaffo. And the coast of the children of Dan went out too little for them. Therefore the children of Dan went up to fight against Lashem and took it and smote it with the edge of the sword and possessed it and dwelt therein and called Lashem Dan after the name of Dan their father. This is the inheritance of the tribe of the children of Dan according to their families, these cities within their villages. When they had made an end of dividing the land for inheritance by their coast, the children of Israel gave an inheritance to Joshua, the son of Nun among them. According to the word of the Lord, they gave him the city which he asked, even Timnath Sarah in Mount Ephraim, and he built the city and dwelt therein. These are the inheritances which Eleazar the priest and Joshua the son of Nun and the heads of the fathers of the tribes of the children of Israel divided for an inheritance by lot in Shiloh before the Lord at the door of the tabernacle of the congregation. So they made an end of dividing the country. Chapter 20. The Lord also spake unto Joshua, saying, Speak to the children of Israel, saying, Appoint out for you cities of refuge, whereof I spake unto you by the hand of Moses, that the slayer that killeth any person unawares and unwittingly may flee thither. They shall be your refuge, refuge from the avenger of blood. And when he that doth flee unto one of those cities shall stand at the entering of the gate of the city, and shall declare his cause in the ears of the elders of that city. They shall take him into the city unto them, and give him a place, that he may dwell among them. And if the avenger of blood pursue after him, then they shall not deliver the slayer up into his hand, because he smote his neighbor unwittingly, and hated him not before time. And he shall dwell in that city until he stand before the congregation for judgment, and until the death of the high priest shall be in those days. Then shall the slayer return and come unto his own city, and unto his own house, unto the city from whence he fled. And they appointed Kadesh in Galilee, in Mount Naphtali, and Shechem in Mount Ephraim, and Kirjath Arba, which is Hebron, in the mountain of Judah. And on the other side of Jordan, by Jericho, eastward, they assigned Bezir in the wilderness, upon the plain out of the tribe of Reuben, and Ramoth and Gilead out of the tribe of Gad, and Golan and Bashan out of the tribe of Manasseh. These were the cities appointed for all the children of Israel and for the stranger that sojourneth among them, that whosoever killeth any person at unawares might flee thither and not die by the hand of the avenger of blood until he stood before the congregation. Chapter 21. Then came near the heads of the fathers of the Levites unto Eleazar the priest and unto Joshua the son of Nun and unto the heads of the fathers of the tribes of the children of Israel. And they spake unto them at Shiloh in the land of Canaan, saying, The Lord commanded by the hand of Moses to give us cities to dwell in, with the suburbs thereof for our cattle. And the children of Israel gave unto the Levites out of their inheritance, at the commandment of the Lord, those cities and their suburbs. And the lot came out for the families of the Kothites, and the children of Aaron the priest, which were of the Levites. 
had by lot out of the tribe of Judah and out of the tribe of Simeon and out of the tribe of Benjamin, 13 cities. And the rest of the children of Kohath had by lots out of the families of the children of Ephraim and out of the tribe of Dan and out of the half tribe of Manasseh, 10 cities. And the children of Gershon had by lot out of the families of the tribe of Issachar and out of the tribe of Asher and out of the tribe of Naphtali and out of the half tribe of Manasseh in Bashan, 13 cities. The children of Merari by their families had out of the tribe of Reuben and out of the tribe of Gad and out of the tribe of Zebulon, 12 cities. And the children of Israel gave by lot unto the Levites these cities with their suburbs as the Lord commanded by the hand of Moses. And they gave out of the tribe of the children of Judah and out of the tribe of the children of Simeon these cities which are here mentioned by name, which the children of Aaron, being of the family of the Kothites, who were of the children of Levi, had. For theirs was the first lot, and they gave them the city of Arba, the father of Anak, which is city is Hebron, in the hill country of Judah, with the suburbs thereof round about it. But the fields of the city and the villagers thereof they gave to Caleb, the son of Jephunneh, for his possession. Thus they gave to the children of Aaron the priest Hebron with her suburbs to be a city of refuge for the slayer, and Libna with her suburbs, and Jatir with her suburbs, and Ishtamoa with her suburbs, and Holon with her suburbs, and Dabir with her suburbs, and Ain with her suburbs, and Jutah with her suburbs, and Beth Shemesh with her suburbs, nine cities out of those two tribes. And out of the tribe of Benjamin, Gideon with her suburbs, Geba with her suburbs, Anathoth with her suburbs, and Alman with her suburbs, four cities. All the cities of the children of Aaron, the priest, were 13 cities with their suburbs. And the families of the children of Kohath, the Levites, which remained of the children of Kohath, even they had the cities of their lot out of the tribe of Ephraim. For they gave them Shechem with her suburbs in Mount Ephraim to be a city of refuge for the slayer. And Gezer with her suburbs and Kibzaim with her suburbs and Beth Horon with her suburbs, four cities. And out of the tribe of Dan, Altica with her suburbs, Gibbethon with her suburbs, Ajalon with her suburbs, Gathramon with her suburbs, four cities. And out of the half tribe of Manasseh, Tanakh with her suburbs, and Gathramon with her suburbs, two cities. All the cities were ten with their suburbs for the families of the children of Kohath that remained. And unto the children of Gershon, of the families of the Levites, out of the other half-tribe of Manasseh, they gave Golan in Bashan with her suburbs to be a city of refuge for the slayer. And Bishtara with her suburbs, two cities. And out of the tribe of Issachar, Kishon with her suburbs, Dabarah with her suburbs, Jarmuth with her suburbs, and Ganem with her suburbs, four cities. And out of the tribe of Asher, Mishal with her suburbs, Ad Abdon with her suburbs, Halkath with her suburbs, and Rehob with her suburbs, four cities. And out of the tribe of Naphtali, Kadesh and Galilee with her suburbs, to be a city of refuge for the slayer. And Hamath Dor with her suburbs, and Kartan with her suburbs, three cities. All the cities of the Gershonites, according to their families, were thirteen cities with their suburbs. And on to the families of the children of Morari, the rest of the Levites, out of the tribe of Zebulon, 
Jaknaim with her suburbs, and Karta with her suburbs, Dimna with her suburbs, Nahalal with her suburbs, four cities. And out of the tribe of Reuben, Bezer with her suburbs, and Jaza with her suburbs, Kedemoth with her suburbs, and Methpath with her suburbs, four cities. And out of the tribe of Gad, Ramoth and Gilead with her suburbs to be a city of refuge for the slayer. And Mahanaim with her suburbs, Heshbon with her suburbs, Jazer with her suburbs, four cities in all. So all the cities for the children of Merari by their families, which were remaining of the families of the Levites, were by their lot, 12 cities. All the cities of the Levites within the possession of the children of Israel were 40 and eight cities with their suburbs. These cities were where every one with their suburbs round about them. These were all the cities. And the Lord gave unto Israel all the land which he sware to give unto their fathers, and they possessed it and dwelt therein. And the Lord gave them rest round about, according to all that he sware unto their fathers. And there stood not a man of all their enemies before them. The Lord delivered all their enemies into their hand. They failed not aught of any good thing which the Lord had spoken unto the house of Israel. All came to pass. Chapter 22. Then Joshua called the Reubenites and the Gadites and the half-tribe of Manasseh and said unto them, Ye have kept all that Moses, the servant of the Lord, commanded you, and have obeyed my voice in all that I commanded you. Ye have not left your brethren these many days unto this day, but have kept the charge of the commandments of the Lord your God. And now the Lord your God hath given rest unto your brethren, as he promised them. Therefore, now return ye, and get you onto your tents and onto the land of your possession, which Moses, the servant of the Lord, gave you on the other side, Jordan. But take diligent heed to do the commandments and the law, which Moses, the servant of the Lord, charged you, to love the Lord your God, and to walk in all his ways, and to keep his commandments, and to cleave unto him, and to serve him with all your heart and with all your soul. So Joshua blessed them and sent them away, and they went unto their tents. Now to the one half of the tribe of Manasseh, Moses had given possession in Bashan. But unto the other half thereof gave Joshua among their brethren on this side Jordan westward. And when Joshua sent them away also unto their tents, then he blessed them. And he spake unto them, saying, Return with much riches unto your tents, and with very much cattle, with silver and with gold and with brass and with iron, and with very much raiment. Divide the spoils of your enemies with your brethren. And the children of Reuben and the children of Gad and the half-tribe of Manasseh returned and departed from the children of Israel out of Shiloh, which is in the land of Canaan, to go on to the country of Gilead, to the land of their possession, whereof they were possessed, according to the word of the Lord, by the hand of Moses. And when they came onto the borders of Jordan that are in the land of Canaan, the children of Reuben and the children of Gad and the half-tribe of Manasseh built there an altar by Jordan, a great altar to see to. And the children of Israel heard say, Behold, the children of Reuben and the children of Gad and the half-tribe of Manasseh have built an altar, an altar over against the land of Canaan in the borders of Jordan at the passage of the children of Israel. And when the children of Israel heard of it, the whole congregation of the children of Israel gathered themselves together at Shiloh to go up to war against them. 
And the children of Israel sent unto the children of Reuben, and to the children of Gad, and to the half-tribe of Manasseh, into the land of Gilead, Phinehas the son of Eleazar the priest, and with him ten princes, and of each chief house a prince throughout all the tribes of Israel. And each one was in head of the house of their fathers among the thousands of Israel. And they came unto the children of Reuben, and to the children of Gad, and to the half-tribe of Manasseh, unto the land of Gilead. And they spake with them, saying, Thus saith the whole congregation of the Lord, What trespass is this that ye have committed against the God of Israel, to turn away this day from following the Lord, in that ye have builded you an altar, that ye might rebel this day against the Lord? Is the inequity of Peor too little for us, from which we are not cleansed until this day? Although there was a plague in the congregation of the Lord, but that ye must turn away this day from following the Lord. And it will be, seeing you rebel today against the Lord, that tomorrow he will be wroth with the whole congregation of Israel. Notwithstanding, if the land of your possession be unclean, then ye pass over onto the land of the possession of the Lord, wherein the Lord's tabernacle dwelleth, and take possession among us. But rebel not against the Lord, nor rebel against us in building you an altar beside the altar of the Lord our God. Did not Achan the son of Zerah commit a trespass in the accursed thing, and wrath fell on all the congregation of Israel? And that man perished not alone in his iniquity. Then the children of Reuben and the children of Gad and the half-tribe of Manasseh answered, and said unto the heads of the thousands of Israels, The Lord God of gods, the Lord God of gods, he knoweth, and Israel he shall know if it be in rebellion or in transgression against the Lord, save us not this day that we have built us an altar to turn from the following of the Lord, or if to offer therein burnt offering or meat offering, or if to offer peace offerings thereon, let the Lord himself require it. And if we have not rather done it for fear of this thing, saying, in time to come your children might speak unto our children, saying, what have ye to do with the Lord God of Israel? For the Lord hath made Jordan a border between us and you, ye children of Reuben and children of Gad. Ye have no part in the Lord. So shall your children make our children cease from fearing the Lord. Therefore, we said, let us now prepare to build an offer, not for burnt offering, nor for sacrifice, but that it may be a witness between us and you and our generations after us, that we might do the service of the Lord before him with our burnt offerings and with our sacrifices and with our peace offerings, that your children may not say to our children in time to come, ye have no part in the Lord. Therefore said we that it shall be when they should say to us or to our generations in time to come, that we may say again, behold, the pattern of the altar of the Lord, which our fathers made, not for burnt offerings, nor for sacrifices, but it is a witness between us and you. God forbid that we should rebel against the Lord and turn this day from following the Lord to build an altar for burnt offerings, for meat offerings, or for sacrifices beside the altar of the Lord our God that is before his tabernacle. And when Phinehas the priest and the princes of the congregation and the heads of the thousands of Israel which were with him heard the words of the children of Reuben and the children of Gad and the children of Manasseh spake, it pleased them. 
And Phinehas, the son of Eleazar the priest, said unto the children of Reuben, and to the children of Gad, and to the children of Manasseh, This day we perceive that the Lord is among us, because ye have not committed this trespass against the Lord. Now ye have delivered the children of Israel out of the hand of the Lord. And Phinehas, the son of Eleazar the priest, and the princes, returned from the children of Reuben, and from the children of Gad, out of the land of Gilead, onto the land of Canaan, to the children of Israel, and brought them word again. And the thing pleased the children of Israel, and the children of Israel blessed God, and did not intend to go up against them in battle, to destroy the land wherein the children of Reuben and Gad dwelt. And the children of Reuben and the children of Gad called the altar Ed, for it should be a witness between us that the Lord is God. Chapter 23. And it came to pass a long time after that the Lord had given rest unto Israel from all their enemies round about, that Joshua waxed old and stricken in age. And Joshua called for all Israel and for their elders and for their heads and for their judges and for their officers and said unto them, I am old and stricken in age. And ye have seen all that the Lord your God hath done unto all these nations because of you. For the Lord your God is he that hath fought for you. Behold, I have divided unto you by lot these nations that remain to be an inheritance for your tribes from Jordan with all the nations that I have cut off, even unto the great sea westward. And the Lord your God, he shall expel them from before you and drive them out of your sight, and ye shall possess their land, as the Lord your God hath promised unto you. Be ye therefore very courageous to keep and to do all that is written in the book of law of Moses, that ye turn not aside therefrom to the right hand or to the left, that ye come not among these nations, these that remain among you, neither make mention of the name of their gods, nor cause to swear by them, neither serve them, nor bow yourselves unto them but cleave unto the Lord your God, as ye have done unto this day. For the Lord hath driven out from before you great nations and strong. But as for you, no man hath been able to stand before you unto this day. One man of you shall choose, shall chase a thousand. For the Lord your God, he it is that fighteth for you, as he hath promised you. Take good heed therefore unto yourselves, that ye love the Lord your God. Else, if ye do in any wise go back and cleave unto the remnant of these nations, even these that remain among you, and shall make marriages with them, and go in unto them, and they to you, know for a certainty that the Lord your God will no more drive out any of these nations from before you, but they shall be in snares and traps unto you, and scourges in your sides, and thorns in your eyes, until ye perish from this off this good land which the Lord your God hath given you. And behold, this day I am going the way of all the earth. And ye know in all your hearts and all your souls that not one thing hath failed of all the good things which the Lord your God spake concerning you. All are come to pass unto you, and not one thing has failed thereof. Therefore it shall come to pass, that as all good things are come upon you, which the Lord your God promised you, so shall the Lord bring upon you all evil things until he have destroyed you from off this good land, which the Lord your God hath given you. 
when ye have transgressed the covenants of the Lord your God, which he commanded you, and have gone and served other gods, and bowed yourself to them, then shall the anger of the Lord be kindled against you, and ye shall perish quickly from off the good land which he hath given unto you. Chapter 24. And Joshua gathered all the tribes of Israel to Shechem and called for the elders of Israel and for their heads and for their judges and for their officers. And they presented themselves before God. And Joshua said unto all the people, Thus saith the Lord God of Israel, Your fathers dwelt on the other side of the flood in old time, even Terah, the father of Abraham, and the father of Nacor, and they served other gods. And I took your father Abraham from the other side of the flood and led him throughout all the land of Canaan and multiplied his seed and gave him Isaac. And I gave unto Isaac Jacob and Esau. And I gave unto Esau Mount Sire to possess it. But Jacob and his children went down into Egypt. I sent Moses also and Aaron, and I plagued Egypt according to that which I did among them. And afterward I brought you out. And I brought your fathers out of Egypt, and ye came onto the sea, and the Egyptians pursued after your fathers with chariots and horsemen onto the Red Sea. And when they cried unto the Lord, he put darkness between you and the Egyptians, and brought the sea upon them and covered them. And your eyes have seen what I have done in Egypt, and ye dwelt in the wilderness a long season. And I brought you into the land of the Amorites, which dwelt on the other side Jordan, and they fought with you. And I gave them into your hand that ye might possess their land. And I destroyed them from before you. Then Balak, the son of Zippor, king of Moab, arose and warred against Israel and sent and called Balaam, the son of Beor, to curse you. But I would not hearken unto Balaam. Therefore, he blessed you still. So I delivered you out of his hand. And ye went over Jordan and came on to Jericho, and the men of Jericho fought against you, the Amorites and the Perizzites and the Canaanites and the Hittites and the Girgashites and the Hivites and the Jebusites, and I delivered them into your hand. And I set the hornet before you, which drave them out from before you, even the two kings of the Amorites, but not with thy sword, nor with thy bow, bow. And I have given you a land for which ye did not labor, and cities which you built not, and yet you dwell in them. Of the vineyards and oliveyards which ye planted not, do not eat. Now therefore fear the Lord, and serve him in sincerity and in truth, and put away the gods which your fathers served on the other side of the flood, and in Egypt, and serve ye the Lord. And if it seem evil unto you to serve the Lord, choose you this day whom ye will serve, whether the gods which your fathers served that were on the other side of the flood, or the gods of the Amorites in whose land ye dwell. But as for me and my house, we will serve the Lord. And the people answered and said, God forbid that we should forsake the Lord to serve other gods, for the Lord our God. He it is that brought us up and our fathers out of the land of Egypt from the house of bondage, which did those great signs in our sight and preserved us in all the way wherein we went among all the people through whom we passed. 
And the Lord drave out from before us all the people, even the Amorites, which dwelt in the land. Therefore, we will also serve the Lord, for he is our God. And Joshua said unto the people, Ye cannot serve the Lord, for he is an holy God. He is a jealous God. He will not forgive your transgressions nor your sins. If ye forsake the Lord and serve strange gods, then he will turn and do you hurt and consume you. And after that, after that, he hath done you good. And the people said unto Joshua, Nay, but we will serve the Lord. And Joshua said unto the people, Ye are witnesses against yourselves that ye have chosen you, the Lord, to serve him. And when they said, We are witnesses. Now therefore put away, he said, the strange gods which are among you, and incline your hearts unto the Lord God of Israel. And the people said unto Joshua, the Lord our God we will serve, and his voice we will obey. So Joshua made a covenant with the people that day, and set them a statute and an ordinance in Shechem. And Joshua wrote these words in the book of the law of God, and took a great stone and set it up there under an oak that was by the sanctuary of the Lord. And Joshua said unto all the people, Behold, this stone shall be a witness unto us, for it hath heard all the words of the Lord, which he spake unto us. It shall be therefore a witness unto you, lest ye deny your God. So Joshua let the people depart, every man unto his inheritance. And it came to pass after these things that Joshua the son of Nun, the servant of the Lord, died, being an hundred and ten years old. And they buried him in the border of his inheritance in Timnath Sarah, which is in Mount Ephraim, on the north side of the hill of Gahash. And Israel served the Lord all the days of Joshua and all the days of the elders that overlived Joshua and which had known all the works of the Lord that he had done for Israel. And the books of Joseph, which the children of Israel brought up out of Egypt, buried they in Shechem in a parcel of ground which Jacob brought of the sons of Hamor, the father of Shechem, for an hundred pieces of silver. And it became the inheritance of the children of Joseph. And Eleazar, the son of Aaron, died, and they buried him in a hill that pertained to Phinehas, his son, which was given him in the Mount Ephraim. And that is the end of the book of Joshua. So, We've gone a little over. It's okay, though. There is another message from Brother Matt that I want to play before we go. Because why not? We're already an hour and a half in. We might as well go a little bit longer, right? So, here you go. Okay, brothers and sisters, I'm back with another message from the Lord. Uh, This is part of the series of messages the Lord gave me between Easter and Pentecost. Uh, Over that entire period, the Lord was speaking to me and to my wife on a a nightly and daily basis, giving me these messages. And um, as as we felt prompted at the appropriate time, at the right time, uh, I've begun to put these things out. Um, So uh, I'm going to read today the message for May 4th. Uh, That's when it was given. Um, And so this is what it says. 
May 4th, 2023. I, the Lord, will speak. Listen, all you peoples of the earth. Hear what the sovereign Lord says. I have seen your works. They do not honor me. You have forgotten the God of your fathers and your mothers. You have chosen new gods who are no gods at all. You adulterous people, you would honor me with your lips, but your heart, your mind is far from me. Return to me, O peoples. Return to me, O sons and daughters. Know that I am love and I offer forgiveness for all who come to me. Receive the gift that I have offered to you. Reach out your hand to me, O peoples, and receive my salvation. I would deliver you from your sin and iniquities. I would deliver you from the pit. If only you would reach out your hand to me and be saved. O my peoples, I have loved you as a father loves his children. I am waiting for you to return to me, but you would turn away to your lovers, to your idols, to the prince of this world. You are greatly deceived, O peoples. He has bewitched you. Turn from your wicked ways, from your corruptions. Return to me, O peoples, return. There is an appointed day where all your works will be laid bare. Who among you can stand before my throne? Who among you would call himself worthy? There is but one, only the lamb offered for your sins, given in your place. He alone is righteous. He alone can stand. Come to me. Take my righteousness upon you. I offer you a new name, a clean robe, a place prepared for you. Life by my side. You would eat of the tree. You would drink of the living waters. Come to me while there is yet time while the door is open. Repent, O you peoples of the earth, and return to me, your Father. I await you with open hands, but the hour is late. This is the word that the Lord gave on May 1st, May 4th, sorry, May 4th. I pray you would receive it and that those of you who need to hear it would listen to the word of the Lord, obey, return to him, call on Jesus. Jesus is the way and the truth and the life. He is the only hope. He is the only way. He is the door that gives us access to the Father. Romans 10, 9 and 10 says, if you say with your mouth that Jesus is Lord and believe in your heart that God raised him from the dead, you will be saved. So I pray for you, if you have never come to the Lord, if you've never really asked him to be your savior, 
that you would repent of your sin, that you would ask for forgiveness, that you would call on the name of Jesus Christ to be your savior. He's, he's already done the work. The work was completed at the cross. He did it for you. He died for you and for me that we could have everlasting life. So call on him. If you've never called on him, call on him while there is still time. So that's the word for today, brothers and sisters. I thank you. I pray you'd be blessed. I pray that those that need to return would return. Return to him, sons and daughters. Thank you. Well, doesn't that just line up very succinctly with what we just read in Joshua? Joshua warned the people, don't do it. Don't accept the covenant because you're going to fail. And then God's going to come back and kill you. And they said, oh, no, 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 no. We know the Lord, our God. We recognize the Lord, our God. We will obey the Lord, our God. And yet here we are. Took a while. Did it, though. The Lord's patience is immense, but it has worn thin. Repent now. Repent today. Because only God knows when the appointed day is, the day that he has chosen to lift the veil, to show his face to his people, to all people. We don't know what that day is. It could be today. It could be tomorrow. It will come in the twinkling of an eye when you least expect it. But be ready. Keep going about your daily lives. Go to work. Go to school. Do your thing. Get ready for the holidays. Make amends. But always, keep it in the back of your head. Today could be the day. You are ready. I got an email last night from Brother Matt. We email back and forth a, a bit. I'm not going to share the whole thing, but a little bit of what he said. He said uh, to him, the not all will sleep reflects back to 1 Corinthians 15, 51 and 2. Let's see real quick.
course, you know, there's no chapter numbers in my book. There's chapter numbers, but there's no like line numbers in my Bible. But that's okay. So let me do it here instead because this is going to be easier. Behold, I tell you a mystery. We shall not all sleep, but we shall all be changed in a moment, in the twinkling of an eye at the last trumpet. For the trumpet will sound and the dead will be raised incorruptible and we shall be changed. We shall not all sleep. We've been told that some will sleep specifically. But most will not. So, are you asleep? Or are you ready? Are you waiting? The twinkling of an eye. Be ready. So, Mick and I will be back tonight. 5.45 for the pre-show, 6 p.m. for the start of the show for the Patriot Party Podcast. It is a long show tonight as it's Friday. I am doing, uh, or Heather and I are doing a Freedom Gardens podcast tomorrow afternoon at 1 p.m. So come and join us there. And uh, we'll see what's growing in the gardens, which... The chickens have destroyed some of them, but a lot of stuff's still doing well. I had to learn probably some more about how to make electroculture antennas. And then Sunday for True Spiracy, you know, we read the, the Gospel of Mary Magdalene not last week, but the week before. And uh, we're going to read the book of Judas on Sunday, but I started watching a movie yesterday, last night. I didn't get all the way through it because I was really tired. It's a long day, not a lot of sleep. But I started watching Mary Magdalene, the Joaquin Phoenix. You guys seen that? It was an interesting perspective. And it makes me think that We've had it all wrong. And now with what we're experiencing, puts a different light on what happened then. So I haven't talked to Mick about it. Um, he might still be asleep. I don't know. But maybe we'll watch that on Sunday. Um, it was on Prime, Lindsay. I think it's on... I don't know. Maybe we'll watch that. It's really good. So. I hope you all have a wonderful, blessed day. And that God keeps you close in the palm of his hand. 
and that you are prepared. For the day is nigh. The time is upon us. We have been warned to make ready, to put on your armor of God. If you don't know what that is at this point, then don't bother. Yes, PM, you're right. They taught it wrong on purpose. And yet, now, all the mysteries of old will be revealed. When the veil is lifted. So, I hope you all have a wonderful, blessed day. You enjoy your leftovers. I know I'm going to. There's stuff I didn't even get to yesterday. Get to eat, because we had so much food. We have a whole turkey to carve yet. We haven't even touched. It's cooked. It's just, we made two turkeys. Why not? So, I pray that the Lord keep you in peace and grace until his return. Thanks for listening. And you all have a beautiful, blessed day. I'll see you on the flip side. Baby, chill, don't medicate, just meditate You waking up now, well, baby, you hella late Educate, look at what's going on, let it resonate Accelerate, find your inner hunger like you never ate Agenda is to push the hate, separate and segregate Don't celebrate quite yet, the storm is coming Cue for heaven's sake, violence that they demonstrate Instigate and penetrate the values of our country And our God is what they desecrate My fighters ain't no featherweight Pulling out the seams of the fabric that they fabricate They feed us lies, manipulate, intimidate through fear and force Forcing us to sit and wait Till we come together, congregate, and then we liberate Praying that you give me strength to find some love amongst the hate Marching on these streets of blood Till I see the golden gates Troubadour and troubled souls One of God's servants Blades out, cut the grass till we see the serpent oh, One day I hope you see the truth This puppet show stays on because of you Just digested, suspected something's going on, but chose to just neglect it. Deflected by some breaking news, oh, we just accepted. Expected just to fall in line and follow their perspective. Don't question their objective, but I got a lot of questions. How these kids molested, but nobody's been arrested. Credit in the testament, these children are protected. So I'm fighting all these terrorists, both foreign and domestic. Refuse to be directed, lying out of sheep. Only kneel to my God, so I'm dying on my feet. Uh. 
silence when we speak, but there's violence in the street. I've been rolling with the punches, I can't take it on the cheek. Uh, drink from a glass half full, I'm optimistic. People are sadistic, so vicious and malicious. Praying for assistance to overcome my position, or I'm gonna start resisting and then I pray for forgiveness. This puppet show stays on because of you Because of you